Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. We ain't nothing but some truth, John G. He's on the podcast. Man, oh man, if it isn't my favorite time of the week, doing the Outsiders Boxing Podcast, March 25th, 2018, pardon my French for my voice being a little messed up right now, ladies and gentlemen, shit, I don't know if I have a a good sounding voice on a good day, but I feel like it's a bad day. And I'm working as I can right now. Coming off a little cold I had from this crazy weather. Raining like a mug all week, California, man. But as of now, it's beautiful sunshine. Waves, rave, and bass, man. It's a good day out here in California. I'm enjoying myself. Um... No, I didn't come on last week. My man Willa and Janelle held it down as best as they could and um, did really good. I just want to clarify a few things real quick. I'm not five foot three, 115 pounds. Last time I was five three and 115, I was probably in uh maybe the fourth grade or something like that. I'm a solid, well, I'm 5'8", and a solid buck 75 right now. They go Will on the switchboard. Um, probably, last time I checked, 13% body fat. I mean, you know, I'll be clanging and banging, taking my vitamins and all that stuff. But um, like I said, it's a beautiful day. Enough about me. I don't want to hear about me neither. Um, but a beautiful day out here, man. I want to uh, take it to my my co-host, the man who was the podcast co-host of the year back in 2015 when I was the podcast rookie of the year. 2015 correspondent. Of the year, man. Back in our back in our early days. But I want to take it to my man D. Willow Wilson, 
always traveling the world. Um, I'm, I think he's in Houston right now. So uh, let's take it to my man and see how everything is going over in God's country out in Texas. What's up, Willis? Oh, man, nothing much, R.C. Uh, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you good, my man. Where you at? Some sort of Studio 54 what? No, no, I'm out here, man. I uh, man, went to the Academy Sports and Outdoors the other day. Uh, put my name in a little drawing with, with me and my son before we left. We got picked. So I, we have this little uh, In Bloom music festival out here in Houston, Texas, man. So I'm out here posted up, sitting on the sideline, man, uh, you know, just uh, soaking up this, this good sun, listening to some good music, man, and ready to talk boxing, man. A lot of hate been going on, beginning a lot of ridiculous-ass posts, uh, not posts, texts from you and uh, – Guys like Syme, you know, the usual haters. Um, so I'm glad we get to talk about this, man, before uh, T-Pain comes on here in about an hour. So let's get this boxing in. So. <laughs> All right, for sure, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I don't know about the hate or anything like that. We kind of just, you know, the truth is like vegetables sometimes. And, you know, just call it as I see it. Um, normally we would start off with the um, the fight that took place last night. But with Canelo, your guy being the star of boxing, the face of boxing, the biggest draw in boxing, the main guy carrying the flagship in the sport, we got to go to what happened to Canelo Alvarez two days ago. Suspended. Suspended by the Nevada Athletic State Commission because, Willa, I, look, man, being a Miami Hurricanes fan, we like the Raiders of college. And, you know, we had a thing that people were trying to push on us called the death penalty for accepting some yacht rides and stuff like that. And just those little things, those little perks or whatever. But at the end of the day, rules is rules. Canelo Alvarez obviously did not have a good backstory for the investigation that went on about where he got his tainted meat. And as of right now, he's suspended by the Athletic State Commission, and it's temporarily, but we don't know 100% to be clear if the fight going on in Cinco de Mayo with Triple G is still on. One would say, of course the fight's still going to happen. There's too much money involved. But you've got Triple G at press conferences saying, if the fight doesn't happen, we're not worried because we got Billy Joe Saunders lined up for a unification at the middleweight division. Now, Willa, I, uh, I don't want to go too hard on Canelo because I felt that we did that two weeks ago. But, man, Canelo Alvarez, looking like his career is um, not being ruined but tainted, if anything, just like that tainted meat that he supposedly had gotten. Canelo Alvarez is in a situation where he might have took some bad advice. Um, I don't know about you, but I would never listen to a cokehead like Oscar. And he's got to clear up his image somehow, some way. And as of right now, we don't know exactly what's going to happen, but Saul Canelo Alvarez is um, he's backed into a wall right now, and we don't know what's going to happen, but we do know one thing for sure and that he is suspended. And for how long or if the fight is in jeopardy, we don't know. But we do know that the 
opposition that he's supposed to be facing is already talking about a fight with Billy Joe Saunders for unification at 160. What's going on with your man, Willis? How are you feeling about this whole situation? Oh, man, you know, it is what it is. They had to show face and suspend them for a little bit. But, uh, you know, I read the little letter that uh, Dan Rayfield had tweeted out or sent out on the article about uh, what Bada said. And, you know, they said it was it was uh, the, the amounts found for uh, – the values were within the range. What is except uh, what is expected from meat contamination? So you know, further investigation is needed to be finalized. So this is really nothing. This is just them trying to show, uh, trying not to give Canelo the the treatment that he deserves. You know, this should be swept under the rug. No suspension should be needed. Anything like that. But you know, since they don't want to feel like they're favoring Canelo, they're suspending him for a little bit temporarily. They'll go to the court date, uh, to the whatever, pretty soon. Not the court date, but whatever it is. They'll uh, they'll present their evidence, and he'll be unsuspended and uh, re-release the fight. So I don't really see a big deal. I just know that this gave haters like I'm not going to say any names, but haters like RCF, real Canelo fan, and uh, and sign. You know, just gave y'all just that that. That, that bigger that you needed this week. And I'm glad that uh, Canelo was able to do that to you, but don't get your panties in the wad. Don't get too excited because these guys are still going to fight. Triple G will get knocked out. Canelo will claim himself as a top three pound-for-pound boxer in the game. Yeah, if he don't if he don't knock Triple G out in this rematch with using the, you know, abused substance such as clambuterol, I'm going to look at it as not a very no, impressive Painted me. You, you know his his um his guys are butchers, both his trainers, and I'm pretty sure butchers have a very picky uh, sense of which sort of meat that they pick up. And the, here's the thing about it is, is Canelo could provide a hair sample, and that'll that'll take away all this stuff like that. But you know, I mean, it is what it is. Canelo, he's probably gonna throw them briefcases at him, and um. The, the fight probably still gonna happen. I really don't care much for the fight, with you. But um, you know, we'll see how that whole ordeal goes. But um, wait, um, Canelo Alvarez, you suspended. Bottom line, you suspended and you cheated, and everybody's gonna find out. And you cheated on your wife, and you cheated on your taxes, and you cheated on the game, like I said before. And I stand by those words. And if I ever seen Canelo Alvarez, I'm not taking no picture with him. I'm not asking for no autographs. I'm not telling nobody a superstar's over here. He's a cheater. That's all I say to him and walk away. And that's all we got to say about Canelo. That's all I have to say. If you have anything you want to touch on. Uh, I mean, no, we can leave it there. Uh, RCF, real Canelo fan, really a Canelo fan. But, you know, I hear it deep down, and I hear that uh, that pain that, uh, you know, talking about cheating, man, taxes, all that, you know, it just seems like a lot of hate, but it is what it is, man, so we can move on, not a big deal, not a big story, the haters will hate, but they won't be able to debate that knockout that's going to happen, Cinco de Mayo. He ain't knocking nobody out, that's all I'm going to say. 
But speaking of a knockout, oh, man, pretty big knockout last night. Heavyweight division. Dillian White got in there against former MMA fighter Lucas Brown, who calls himself Big Daddy. Lucas Big Daddy Brown never impressed me. And if we had the show on last week, or if I was able to come on the show last week and we were able to preview this one, I was gonna preview. I was probably gonna predict stoppage, not by knockout the way it happened, but by at least the referee getting white off him because Dillian White shown that he's got some dog in him, and he definitely knows how to um, put them cuffs on whenever he's in a situation because you know he did rock Anthony Joshua for a second, um, gave him probably. Uh, I think that was AJ's biggest test for a minute in there with Dylan White's garbage ass. But, um, you know, he's, I say garbage ass, tongue-in-cheek, just colorful words in there. Um, definitely a guy who, um, they're talking about him fighting. Are he you know, he had, <laughs> I'm just saying this. He had to look good yesterday because he's on an American audience, and they're talking about him and Wilder possibly happening. Because Eddie Hearn is a smart man. He knows that Anthony Joshua's sweating bullets, and he wants to throw somebody at, at, at Deontay Wilder to try to bruise him up or something before AJ gets in there with him, if AJ gets in there with him. Um, but yesterday, Lucas Brown, or um, I'm sorry, <laughs> Teddy Brown got his ass whipped, man. That knockout was heard around the world. Tremendous left hook in the sixth round put my man straight to sleep. They had to get the oxygen oxygen tank for him to bring him back to life. It was an ugly scene. I mean, the guy completely went limp. And boys and girls, if you are in boxing, look at why he got knocked out. His hands were around his his, his around his midsection. Keep them hands up, man. This ain't MMA, bro. So, kept his hands down and caught himself hooking with a short one. And he had an early bedtime story. Um, very impressive. Well, uh, did you see that knockout yesterday? And what was your thought about this UK brother, Dillian White? Dillian White, uh, you know, I did see the fight. Uh, I actually... Caught the little uh, gloves is off, so I got to see them talking, and, and I knew what was going to happen. Dillian White was saying that he was going to sleep the guy, and that's exactly what he did. Smooth knockout, slip him like uh, Z's. So, um, you know, it was a pretty good fight. Dillian White looked real good, but, again, he was supposed to look good because he was going against the bomb. So, you know, Lucas Brown, big guy, he looked real slow, looked real weak in there, you know. Dillian White, can he beat Wilder? I know that's what he's calling out. He's calling out Wilder and Joshua. That's what he wants. Um, I think he's, uh, like you said, he was giving Joshua a little problem until he, until he, until he got TKO'd, I believe. And so he says he's a different fighter. He looked good last night. He slept somebody, He slept a 240, 50-pound guy. So, you know, I'm not mad at that. Or yesterday. But it was a good fight, so, you know. It is what it is. Nothing too exciting, but that could be a knockout of the year candidate. Uh, you know, if it, uh, I think that could live the time of the, you know, the rest of the year and be a knockout of the year candidate for sure. 
slept him with the hook. But I don't oh, think Brown was in there. I don't know if you saw the little face-off. Brown didn't really seem too confident on the face-off. Uh, you know, he was saying, really, he was just saying he was in it for the money. That's what I got from it. And Dylan White was saying, hey, you're a bitch. So, you know, that's how I took it. <laughs> and that's what happened. He went to sleep. Yeah, he, 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 he looks the part more than he plays the part, that's for sure. Um, looks like a big, scary dude. Uh, but at the end of the day, put him in there with a guy with some boxing skills, and that's what's going to happen. I was never impressed with a guy like Lucas Brown. Um, you know, um, a guy who's had his problem with substance abuse also, and I'm not talking about um, what, drugs or anything, but when it comes to cheating the game. And uh, it's, it just goes to a lifelong lesson that if you cheat the game, the game's going to cheat you back. So remember that, Canelo. But we got my man Janelle on the line. <clears throat> I want to go to Janelle real quick, touch up on this Canelo suspension real quick and uh, what his thoughts were on the knockout that was vicious last night. Uh, Janelle, if you're with us, my man, how you doing, man? How's it going out there, bro? I'm good. I just finished putting in some hard – I just went a hard 15 rounds, 15, 16 rounds, so, you know, feel feel good, feel good about it. As far as on this this whole Canelo situation – uh, I believe he cheated intentionally. I believe that he wants to. I mean, he wants to really knock Triple G out. And I mean, I think I think Triple G is actually he's uh he's at the twilight of his career. I think he's actually well not twilight, but I think he's really slowing down a bit. And uh, I think he uh, Canelo just wanted that edge. He wanted that extra edge, and he got caught. You know, what I mean, I think it's going to be a light suspension. I don't think they're going to really suspend him for a long time. But uh. I mean, the fight still will happen, and when it does happen, I, I like Canelo to win. I like Canelo to win the fight. I think Triple G is really slowing down, as we saw his last fight. Oh, Canelo. I'm, I, I, I thought it was like I was called, honestly. I'm, I caught Canelo by knockout because I think Triple G was slowing down. And, like, Canelo, and like Triple G was there to get knocked out that night. And, I mean, you know, had Canelo kept up his sustained body attack when he, when he started out with, I think he really could have stopped Triple G. Not that he's better than Triple G, but at this point in his career, I think Triple G is just really slowing down and fighting a younger, a more athletic guy. I think Canelo, I think Canelo had the goods to stop him. In the rematch, I'm not sure if I'm calling a stoppage because, you know, Canelo always had the issue of always uh, taking breaks off in between rounds. And I should have thought about that before I called the knockout in the first fight. So I think, Will, I think you really need to uh, really rethink that because uh, Canelo always takes breaks. It's because he loads up so much early in the fight, so he got to take a break about sixth, seventh round. He always takes off and to get his energy back. And uh, but I like I like Canelo on points in the rematch. I think he's really gonna. Um, I'm just show the world that Triple G is actually slowing down. It's the right point. It's the right time in Triple G's career. Um, I think the fight will still get made. But um, in the meantime, I doubt that he's gonna take on. Uh, a Danny Jacob rematch or Billy Joe Saunders, I think oh, he's going to just wait around for Canelo because uh, I mean, that is the biggest money fight. So, of course, you don't want to take a challenge and, and take a risk on losing a fight to one of those two guys. Because at this point in his career, I think Triple G easily loses to either one of those two guys. So I think he's going to wait around for Canelo and then make that match when the suspension is up. As far as the knockout last night, I mean, that's heavyweight boxing, man. I mean, that's heavyweight boxing. I mean, these guys are pretty big. I mean, everybody heavyweight boxing all got a naturally big punch. It is what it is. 
uh, it's not that much skill in the heavyweight division at all. But, I mean, everybody's got a good chance, because they pack a good crack. I mean, will he beat Wilder? I give him a chance to. I mean, because all I see in Wilder is, is just power in that straight right hand. I mean, whenever he loops his shots, it's never that much a sting on him, only when he lands it straight, which he, you know what I'm saying, I mean, he has very, he has very sloppy technique. In a way, it kind of works in his favor, though. It's like how Mayorga was. I mean, at times it worked in his favor being so awkward. Uh, I think Wilder needs to shorten up his stance because he wide, he has that wide stance. So, of course, like uh, he uh, he fights smaller than 6'7". He fights like he's six feet tall because his wide Adrian Brown like stance. So um, I mean he's there to get hit. So I think the guy has a chance. I think I think any heavyweight has a chance with these guys today. So it's like it, 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 I mean it's what it is. Yeah, I mean that's just all I have to say about that 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 heavyweight situation. No, for sure I feel you on that man. Um, <clears throat> Dylan White is uh, was definitely the more skillful fighter in there and. Um, he he showed it because it was fundamentally on display how that knockout happened by him just doing what you do in a in a phone booth when a guy is unfundamentally sound trying to um, hook with you. And then not only that, but when the hook's coming from around the hip area, it's just not going to work out that way, man. And we're talking about heavyweight. So any of these shots were bombs, and um, it, it was a, a, a really, really big bomb of a crash landing, and it was not wound up or anything like that. It was just coming straight from where it was left from, and my man took an early nap. So uh, that's what happens. Um, I, I, I'm not so sure that, you know, Dillian White would have similar success or um, much success against Deontay Wilder. Um, I think it's a waste of time fight, but it's probably going to happen because – you know, uh, AJ's pulling this whole bullshit, like, you know, don't come in the ring, otherwise we'll freeze you out. I say, shut the fuck up. I'll go in that fucking ring and start causing havoc. You want to freeze me out? You a bitch. Straight up. You ain't you, you a hoe. You ain't trying to see me. So if that's just my mentality, if I'm Deontay Wilder, the baddest man on the planet, I'm not going. People were actually saying, you know, UK fans I've seen online on Twitter were saying that Deontay Wilder should have rushed Dillian White last night. Why? The fuck you got to chase Dillian White for? Like, it, it just makes no sense to me. There's only one guy that Deontay Wilder needs to be putting pressure on, and that one guy is feeling the, he's feeling the heat. The kitchen's getting hot. And, I mean, he's about to burn his English muffins if he don't, if he don't take care of it. So we'll see how that goes, man. I mean, it's something we've all been waiting on. And um and I'm not so sure how that's going on, but um um moving along with that uh, in a similar topic though, there was the whole uh, Dana White in the UFC talking about offering a five hundred dollar million a five hundred million dollar deal for a ten fight deal in the in, in the UFC. Um, five hundred million dollars that's a lot of fucking money. Um. I, I, when I first seen it, I was like, that's got to be fake news. Like, um, but the, the source it came from was credible enough for me to share it to the Bobby family. What's up, man? Are you sure? Are you sure that was UFC fights? 
Because the way I thought I read it was it was they were trying to sign him as his boxing promoter. It could have been, yeah, it could have been either or. You're right because Dana White's trying to get into boxing, um, as we all know. Yeah, the way and, yeah the way I read it, it was like because ten fights in MMA, he ain't gonna even last that long. So I think what I think that what I think it was no. for uh, being his promoter. I believe that's the way I read it. I could be wrong, you know. I'm not saying that. No, uh, right. that's another pos- that's another possibility for sure. That's another possibility for sure because Dana White's trying to get in boxing, and uh, we all know that Joshua's contract's coming up with Eddie Hearn and Matchroom. Uh, so that's another possibility. Um, uh, we all know Eddie Hearn loves this man so much. It, what, what what would he do to? I mean, that's a fucking hell of an offer, bro. I don't care if like if let's say let's say um, I'm Anthony Joshua and Will is Eddie Hearn, you know, because I'm the bigger guy. Um, me and Will are mad cool, but if Janelle is Dana White and offers me and he offers me five hundred million, um, I'm not so sure if I back off of that off of that deal. You know what I'm saying? Um, but but Will, what do you think about this whole ordeal right here, man? Man, you know, hey, if money talks, five hundred million, hey, it's no, there's no reason for you to not take that. You know, hey, if you're my partner, hey, I gotta say five hundred million, you gotta take that. But I'm sure since they are partners and they and and, and if it is about boxing, you know, he'll be the manager, he'll be able to manage the deal or something like that. You know, get him get him a little taste off of that. So, you know, there's ways for everybody to eat. Um, if it MMA, ain't no way that fool's lasting, lasting ten fights. Not even the champions last ten fights. The good guys. So, you know, I don't know what that's all about. But you know, if you're gonna, if you want Anthony Joshua, he's making twenty, twenty-five million a, a fight now. You know, who knows how much you'll make against Wilder? Who knows how much you'll start make? Uh, you know, the, you know, who knows how much he can make? So. You've got to put a whole bunch of money on the table to get him at five hundred million. That you know, it sounds ridiculous, but if he can stay undefeated or stay relevant, which I think he can stay relevant. I don't know about undefeated. He's a big UK guy. You know, twenty-five times ten—that's two fifty. So they're putting a little extra on there. So you know, I think it—it it is what it is. I take the money if I was him. Um, I'm not mad at the dollar amount. Hey, make your make your money, man. He better sign it before he goes to sleep. Well, that's a that's a lot of fucking money. Janelle, let me go to you real quick. Let's pretend that let's pretend that you're Anthony Joshua and I'm Eddie Eddie Hearn. Janelle, we're good friends. You're my guy. You're my buddy. Um, you know, I'm 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 not saying this is me, but I'm Eddie Hearn right now. I'm Eddie Hearn. I'll let you sleep with my wife if you want to. Fuck it. You're my guy. I'll do anything for you. I'm gonna take care of you. I'm not gonna let you fight Deontay Wilder right now because we don't. We're scared of that guy. Um, and I'll, here comes out of nowhere. Let's say Seattle signed is Dana White, and he want to offer you five hundred million dollars to either jump on his label to start his boxing upstart, not start. Let's call it an upstart because you're getting the biggest, biggest star in the heavyweight division because he is. And Anthony Joshua. If Seattle Sam want to try and bust off on my deal and offer you $500 million after our contract's up, to me, Janelle, to me being Eddie Hearn, you say what? 
I'm honestly, I mean, with this whole Dana White situation, I think Dana White just basically realized that his brand is has taken a hit. Um, because that cash cow and Conor McGregor is, I'm mean, after his fat hundred million dollar check is like I predicted even before the fight that he's gonna feel like he's bigger than the brand itself, and 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 uh, he might wind up uh, starting his own his own band, bring his European his European fighters over. Either that, or he's gonna want more money for he's gonna want like ten million for a fight, which the UFC would never pay him. You know what I mean? I think Dana White he's got his back against the wall, and now he's trying to dibble and dabble other things. And I'm not sure if it's really if he's really serious about this. But it's like I'm Dana White's just basically just trying to create something going because right now I'm his other cash cow and John Jones is suspended for like three years or so. So it's like he's just trying to stay relevant. It seems like I mean UFC lost a lot of steam over the years. I don't know if you realize or not. It was one time when Joe Rogan stated about how boxing's gonna die after Mayweather and Pacquiao gets this back when those in the prime, of course. But he's the oh oh boxing is dying and when those two retire, who's left in boxing? But now you got a lot of other big names out there, and boxing is on a roller coaster right now. And MMA is taking a hit. MMA is just taking a severe hit. And I don't. I think Dana White is just trying to see what he can do, what, or what kind of interest can he generate. Uh, and that's what it seems like. And it's like, I don't really, I don't know where they're gonna get the money to, to pay Josh this kind of money from. And this is why I don't really believe it. I just really don't. I mean, come on, I'm mean, the guy doesn't pay his own fighters. Fucking that much money, <laughs> I mean, Conor McGregor's most money made in the UFC was like was like what two, three million or whatever. And I mean, as much as he sold, as much of a big draw as he is, and that's all he paid his biggest cash cow ever. I mean, come on, man, he's not gonna pay, he's not gonna get the money to fucking pay Joshua this kind of money. Come on, don't buy into that shit. But Janelle, but Janelle, keep... the company, bro, the company sold for four point two billion. They got some yes. fucking money on, and they've been man. taking a hit. Am I right or wrong? How many MMA have, fights? How, how, big, how, how many big MMA fights have you ordered uh, since? The only MMA fights I ordered was the last uh, four Conor McGregor fights, which went from the last two Nate And Diaz that's Conor McGregor, and, who's basically not even yeah. fighting anymore. Who's who's yeah. not even fighting anymore? But, yeah, but Janelle, he's excluded. He's, he's excluded because he's not ever fighting UFC again, unless they pay like ten million a fight, uh, uh, which never happened. They still got a solid fan base, though, bro. Like, the pay-per-view is taking a hit for sure, but they're not fucking filling the fighters' pockets, so the hit that they're taking is still going. It's all still coming home. You know what I mean? Like, they still got a solid. They still can make, like, they still could get, like, 800,000 sales on fucking Chris Cyborg because that's just the MMA fan base. You know what I'm saying? So they're taking a hit, but how really, how big is the hit? You know what I'm saying? Um, they take, I mean, Cyborg is not selling like that. I, I, I'm, Cyborg is not a draw like how, how John Jones and McGregor or Brock Lesnar was. I'm mean, come on, face reality. Or even Ronda Rousey. I'm mean, come on, face reality. I mean, I mean, Ronda Rousey was selling. I, I mean, it's it's because Cyborg is a real good fighter, but in reality, I mean, she's not cute. And for women's I mean, in all women's sports, for a woman to do oh well, they got to be cute. It's just it's what it is. You, I mean, you got to have some kind of attraction to you. And Cyborg doesn't have that. You know, that's why she's not going to ever sell big numbers unless she fights a Ronda Rousey or something. But it's like, I mean, come on, man. You mentioned the Cyborg, but nobody really, you know what I mean? I mean she's just not attractive. I mean, she, yeah, I mean, if Paige Van Zandt or uh, what's the other one? Uh, Michelle Portman or I forget her name, um, uh, Asian woman. She is, Those are some cute women. If they could actually put up some numbers like that in UFC and all that, I mean, hey, they could probably do something. But the thing is, Janelle, we're talking about billions, bro. If they're taking a hit, 
I'm pretty sure they still they can if they if they're taking such a big hit, one of those billions could be in jeopardy of coming down a little bit, but they still got three point two to work with. They still got money over there, bro. So five hundred million dollars is not outside the realm of possibility for that company I think it is. to put money I think it in, is. in Joshua. If you I think if, it is. if you're if you're Anthony Joshua though, and they throw in that contract at you, I don't think the check's gonna bounce. What do you do? Are you going to take that contract with a? I mean, it's not a familiar face when it comes to a boxing promoter if that's what they're going to do. But it's like another situation of Fifty Cent from SMS Promotions coming into the that's game. Like that. That's like you want to tell me how they're going to pay Floyd Mayweather this kind of money, la la la, coming to UFC. But it's like, come on, man. Just, I mean, it's clear that he's basically like scratching and clawing right now, trying to create something because he's trying to create an interest in MMA again. Because you uh, to I mean, UFC took a mean hit, man. They took a hit. Yeah, yeah, they did. I agree. I agree. They ain't got nobody. Hey, um, real quick, uh, Willis said he's gone right now, so uh, let's have some fun real quick. Hey, Willis, he's he's doing his thing at the music event or whatever. But hey, Canelo, that motherfucker's cheating though. (laughs) Oh yeah, it's obvious. It's obvious. (laughs) I mean, he's cheating because like, I think what it was with Canelo is that he want to keep his stamina up. So that he could really knock out Triple G, it's like Canelo he loads up too much. That's why he takes breaks off in the middle stages of fight. Like, but of course, if he's on the juice, I mean, he don't need a break. He can, he can keep on going, and he really wants to knock Triple G out because again, a Triple G is dead to get stopped. I, I don't care what nobody says. He's slowing down. He's oh, for slowing sure. at at thirty five, thirty six. I mean, it's natural for your body to slow down a bit. I don't care who you are, unless you want some serious go go juice. And, and I don't think Triple G ever cheated. I think he's really a a, a, a clean ambassador to the sport, but Canelo just really wants to stop him, and it's like I think he intentionally cheated. I don't care what nobody says. I, don't, I yeah, ain't buying that fucking tainted meat shit. Hell no. Yeah, fuck that shit, bro. That's all. Like, and Will is gone. I ain't gonna hear his his crazy uh, defense for Canelo. But the thing is, right here, I, I you know me, Janelle. I've never been the biggest Triple G fan or nothing like that. But I feel bad for the guy because it's like more than anything, it's psychological warfare. He already knows he has to try to knock Canelo out to get the win. The judges ain't helping. Yeah, yeah, true, then, true. Then, he, yeah, then right. he's got to think about, fuck, I'm going against a guy who's cheating and they're not even doing nothing about it? Like, goddamn, man. Like, so many, It's like the, the deck is stacked against Triple G to the point where I'm pulling for Triple G. If this fight happens, which I expect it to happen, um, and if it does, I'm still with Triple G, man. Like, straight up. I, I'm, I'm rocking with Triple G for this fight because – I mean, just I mean, people can say whatever they want, but Triple G's coming out of his good boy shell, saying that. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's talk about this. He's he's saying that he had uh, he has doctors. Doctors tells me he shows me pictures about him having an Hey RC, RC. Yes, sir. Hey, I, we got we got the interview. If you want to go to it. Interview. Oh, the, uh, oh, yeah, oh yeah, the, yeah, 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 that you sent me, dog. Come on now. Okay, yeah, let's go to that. Let's go to that real quick. Janelle, let me let the man speak for himself because my impersonation of Triple G is not good enough. Let's go to what Triple G's talking about. Um, fuck, I didn't know Willow was here. That's why I was talking shit about Canelo. But <laughs> let's go to the interview, Willow. Gennady, you said that before the first fight, you didn't believe that Canelo was clean. Why is that? You know, I'm not thinking for him about just that so. No, so many doctors, doctors like you know, sent me 
photos just said look look here is muscle you know just injection to muscles and he used uh, I don't know why why his coach bring him you know just something like pills I don't know after waiting look I must say he's waiting and he's pills just for what you know just you know this is not my point you know just I know I'm not I'm never used you know medicals I like clean sport. And for you, does the Nevada State Athletic Commission treat him with certain leniency as compared to you and other fighters? You know, no, I, I'm not thinking about just a lot for Nevada Commission or Athletic Commission, you know, just because you know, just if if everybody brings him to ring, just it's legal. So no matter what, even if he is not clean, you still want to fight Canelo Alvarez. Absolutely, absolutely, because you know, just I know my stuff. Just I hundred percent know my stuff. Just I clean every time. Just it doesn't matter for me who stay in front of me or my opponent. He use drugs or not use drugs. It doesn't matter for me. Some people might say, well, if he's got an unfair advantage, why would you want to step into the ring with him? You know, this business not very clean. You know, just if commission or you know, just people, his team, you know, bring him. It's okay for this guy. Why not? And you saw the marks on his body, or did somebody show you the pictures? No, just you know, just I I saw a couple photos, just like three, four doctors sent me photos, you know, just videos. He used pills and you know, just everything. And I know my stuff. My stuff very clean. Gennady, Gennadyevich, Golovkin, a.k.a. Triple G, RC's new boy. Speaking truth, man, look, I'm being honest with you right now, Janelle and Willa. I, I tried to sneak attack. I tried to sneak attack Canelo uh, but Willa was gone, but I guess he, he got a good ear on me. So, uh, fuck, he, he cut, I got my hand caught in the cookie jar, but fuck it. We're going back to Canelo shit talking real quick. Hey. I'm going to ask Will and I'm going to ask Janelle, would you guys fight a guy who's possibly cheating and tested positive for a banned substance? Because I'm telling you right now, I would not fight this motherfucker. And people are going to say, no, he's going to take the fight because of the money. But here's the thing. Yeah, he'll get this money for this fight, but I think he's going to lose. And then what's that L going to do to the rest of his paychecks? If he avoids this fight and fights Billy Joe Saunders for unification at 160, he'll get a good paycheck. And then there's still those dogs in the division. Charlo, Andrade, Jacobs. He can still get money and decent money. But if he takes this L and looks like an old man against a guy who's been popped, allegedly, what's that going to do for the rest of his career down the line as, as, as opposed to having that O? You know what I'm saying? Willa, I know he's your guy. Would you fight... If you were a fighter, let's say, let's say you're a fighter, you'd probably be, you know, a light heavyweight, something like that, and you're fighting a guy who's, you know, fucking punk, cheat, mask, face of the sport who don't get in trouble for nothing, gets away with everything, does whatever he wants, has a promoter who, on record, been wearing high heels and fishnets, and he popped, back, popped for a banned substance such as clambuterol. And he's giving you this story that, oh, hey, Holmes, 
I ate some fucking bad tacos yesterday. That's why my fucking my shit came back dirty, eh? Are you? Would you fight that guy still and risk the longevity of not only your career but the, your life span on this this planet of existence by shortening who knows how much time from the head trauma that he's going to sustain in this fight leading towards Cinco de Mayo? Would you fight a guy like that, even though knowing all this smoke is around? Oh yeah, if I'm triple, if I'm triple G, and I know this is going to be my second payday, uh, I'm definitely going to fight him. Knowing that I'm triple G, and I also am down with the latest science. Now my money isn't as long as Canelo's, uh, his promotion and all that, so so they're not doing the same kind. But triple G, don't let him fool you. <laughs> There's a reason why he's fighting. If it's me, a guy that's clean. Yeah, I'm not going to try to fight nobody that's on no Royce that we know. But if I'm juicing like Triple G, I don't really care. It sounds good, everything he's saying. Uh, but, at, but at the end of the day, allegedly, allegedly. But at the end of the day, the only reason you're going to take a fight with somebody who you think is juicing is because you, too, are juicing. And that's just keeping it real. <laughs> okay, I- I, I I never thought Triple G was a guy who's taking anything because he he got a he got a dad body, but uh, okay I'll take your word for it. Um, Janelle, my man, you are in the combat sports game. You're my guy. If you're getting in a fight where there's all this smoke around Canelo, and I understand there's the payday aspect to it and all that good stuff, and it's probably be some good money. Would you still Step into the the squared circle or the 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 the, the eight corners of the octagon or six corner, whatever it is. Would you step in there with a guy who has all this smoke around him and basically went from you know a, a little guy that's chopped up to a big guy with some chops to him and risk any longevity, head trauma, all that good stuff, um, uh, let alone being on a world stage against somebody who's getting ridiculous amounts of leniency and step into that fight and, and, and possibly let your old go. Would you do that, man? It all depends, man. Money talks. I mean, money talks a big thing, man. It's like it's like, it's like with the Tyson Evander Holyfield with the rematch. Um, Tyson's camp wanted the steroids because if you looked at Holyfield when he first fought Riddick Bowe, he looked like a blown-up cruiserweight. But by the time he fought Tyson, he was bigger than Tyson in the rematch, and, and there was smoke around Holyfield, and they was taught, and then they wanted to, to, to take a test. Holyfield was reluctant. He was like, "I'm not taking it." And then uh, wasn't he working with that bodybuilder at the time, who was a known steroid uh, guy? And but shit, Tyson was getting paid thirty million for that fight, so shit, he still took it. Um, there was smoke around Holyfield a lot around that time, and then when this, and then when the situation happened. I mean, the Ring Magazine had it in there about how, like, he's tied to some steroid scandal. It's like, nah, I fucking knew it. Yeah, I mean, that's where that heart situation came from. We had a little heart failure. It's like, but shit, money talk. I'm Tyson didn't call the fight off because it, it was still $30 million in there. Shit, I mean, I mean, wouldn't you take a fight? <laughs> if a guy on the street come up to you and, and you know he's on steroids and, and, and offered you a fight for fucking $30 million? hey, that shit walks. Hey, that shit talks, man. That money talks, man. I'm sorry. But Triple G and so Canelo, I mean. But I'm asking you, Janelle, because you're in the fight game. I would take I, it. I mean, it depends on what I'm getting paid. I'm in your ear, I'm sorry. I mean, 
I'm in your I'll ear, take Janelle, it. I'll take it. I'll take it. Janelle, bro, is it worth it, bro? Is the money worth the oh and possible, you know, damage uh, that you're going to sustain? I mean, triple. I mean, a possible, a possibility. Yeah, I mean, it's a possibility. But I mean, I, I mean, that's why you work defense. That's why you work up things. But it's like. I mean, I'm, I'm not justifying Canelo for cheating. I'm not justifying that not one bit. I think he's completely out of line. But it's like, hey, man, money talks. Hey, money talks a big game. I'm sure if they fucking offer fucking Triple G $20 million to take the fight right now, I'm quite sure he'll take it, even though, he, 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 even though Canelo is juicing. You know what I mean? Hey, it's the price for everything. <laughs> for, sure. for sure. I feel you. I feel you. All right, there it is. There it is. Now let's get to our last topic real quick because I know Janelle – um, um, Willow, excuse me, is, he's uh, doing his thing out there, so we got to close at the top of the hour. Jamel Charlo, Willow's guy, used to be my guy. Danny Jacobs would crush him. These guys, these Charlos, the most hyped dudes whenever you get some mics around them. But we got. Eat that nigga. <laughs> we, <laughs> we got Charlo. Who's gonna be on the Who's gonna be on the undercard of Adrian Broner against Jesse Vargas, which will be featuring Javante Davis at the start of the show. Guys who used to be cool with each other. The Charlos were like two lions hanging around Adrian Broner. They looked at him as a big bro. And now we got all this smoke coming out, which could be for money which some people allude to that the Charlos getting money and now they kind of just, they kind of look down on, on everybody now, especially with that O and the way that their, their career is going, you know, the, the Lions only, they're doing their thing. But all of a sudden we got Charlo talking mad shit about Javante Fat Davis who can't even make weight, talking about picking him up by his nostril with two fingers and talking about Adrian Broner, if he loses again, guess what? Your career is deleted. Throwing mad shade at these guys and talking about, we're going to see you in Brooklyn to Javante and Adrian. Now, all these guys are going to be on the same card, and it's drama. They're going to have to have extra security for this shit because we know that Javante Davis going to have his crew from Baltimore out there. And Broner's going to have his about billions crew from Cincinnati out there. And the Charlos going to have their crew who is on record for calling Danny Jacobs a pussy. <laughs> Guys talking out of line. This high drama coming up, folks, with the Davis-Charlo-Broner card that is coming in less than 30 days from now. You got Javante Davis on Twitter saying, man, these Charlos, man, doing all that coke, got them acting like they invisible and nobody can see them. That's a big, big, that's a big punch, throwing some mad shade, talking about these guys coked out and thinking they invisible. I mean, and we're talking about two of the most hyped guys when cameras are around, like I said. Um, These are all black fighters that, I mean, this making some big headlines for this fight coming up for all three of these gentlemen. Adrian Broner hasn't said nothing as of yet, but Javante Davis is already throwing shots back at these guys, 
in which people who don't even like Javante Davis are giving him a little bit of credit because he's just a little guy at 130 talking to these big lions like that. Willa, what's going on, man? Man, I don't know what's going on, but every time when I do see the Charlo brothers, I I get the impression that these guys are under the influence of something. Um, Even the last little little, uh, Twitter post or whatever it was uh, that I saw last night about these guys, um, he looked a little inebriated. Um, You know, uh, what do you say when you throw a hit dog is going to holler, I think is the way it said, uh, it, the way it goes. But, you know, again, I wake up in the morning, I have some crazy, some crazy guy texting me about, about, uh, about somebody getting bullied. Now, if somebody talks down on you and you react, that's not bullying. That's called reaction. You know, I think you probably was talking to your boy, Simon, and y'all are, you know, y'all have this thing against the H. Um, but, you know, the Charlo brothers, uh, I think that was Maul, he looked a little inebriated. He always does. Uh, he's a young guy. And hopefully, hopefully I'm wrong. Um, all, all these guys there, uh, you know, like you said, they're all young black guys. They're all competing. I think the older guy is Adrian Broner, I believe. So, that's not that's not good when Adrian Broner is the OG of the situation. But I can see, you know, nothing's gonna happen. Like you said, these are little dudes. They're not really messing with Charlo. Uh, putting his uh, his business out there like that is uh, is ridiculous. But at the same time, it's what I was thinking. You know, last couple of times I've seen them, I've been wondering, you know, what the hell's going on, especially with with, with Maul. Not as much uh, Jamel Charlo or Jarmel Charlo, whatever the hell his name is. But the bigger one, Maul. So, hey, it is what it is with that. Uh, y'all call it bullying, but if somebody's hating on you, you have the opportunity to clap back. Uh, I don't care if they're bigger, smaller, male, female. Uh, it's clap back season 2018. That's what's been going down. That's what, you know, that's what's going to continue to happen. You run your mouth, you're going to get clapped on verbally. And I'm sure. I'm sure that if they see each other, it, it might be a little heat because cocaine was mentioned. You know, I could see somebody oh, trying man. to fight over that. And, and, and like Rick James, RIP, said, cocaine's a hell of a drug. And Willis, like I said, these guys are cool, man. So it's not like um, Dan Rayfield suspecting cocaine by his eye test, but Javante... They know people, and they know similar people. So for him to throw that out there, that this guy's coked up like that, I mean, that's like, I mean, that's a valid fucking source, man, coming from, like, how cool these yeah, guys are. Yeah, it's probably true. Yeah, it might I mean, it's be, probably man. true. I'm like, not denying it, but still, that's the whole-ass move. Somebody's yeah, got to see me I after agree. that. I think, I think he's going to be seen. <laughs> Oh, I agree. I agree. That's like, yo, that's like, that's like, man, that's like if one of your mans, like if one of my mans knew I was cheating on my girl and he's going to throw it out there like that, that, oh, them hoes you messing with or something like that. I, Different I but similar. It's, it's like, man, it. bro, like, damn, that's, that's fucked up. But, I mean, all this you don't fire up because they, they, thought, they, they, they thinking that, they thinking that, uh, 
uh, it all, they all started because the Charlos are basically like putting themselves above Tank and Broner. Like he was saying, he don't even want to be on this card because uh, he, he's saying he's a bad luck charm for Broner every time he's on uh, he's on his card. Last time and he lost and uh, you know shit like that. Like it's getting out of control. And you're saying he's gonna have to see him. They're gonna be in the same building coming up less than 30 days from now at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn. And man, I'm telling you. It's going to get hype, man. It's going to get hype over there. And this is, this is going to be a really big drama show with all these guys popping off. And like you said, if Adrian Brown is the OG of the situation, that's definitely not a good look. That's not a fucking good look. That's like, that's like if, um, that's like if you got uh, Josh Gordon, who's the head of your council when it comes to uh, – um, substance abuse in the NFL or something like that. It, it, it's not a good look at all. Um, but uh, let me ask Janelle real quick about this whole situation because he's in the neighborhood. So, Janelle, I know you've got to go to this fight or be somewhere in the area because this is high drama written all over, man. High drama written all over this stuff that's going on. What do you think about Charlo talking about these two little guys? Because when I, when I seen it, I mean – Willis talk about this crazy guy. We all know who that is. But I was busting my ass off when he pulled the Friday from Craig and Smokey saying, man, let's jump him because these little guys are going to have to jump a Charlo to try to try to make it an even fight because they are so much smaller than him. What's up with this whole situation, Janelle, real quick? I mean, I, 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 I hate to see brothers like that warring over, over, over nonsense. I mean, it's just like it's just, it's just too bad that I got to go on, man. But I mean, I'm like you said about Charlo. Charlo, he feels like, hey man, who is A B or whatever. You know, and I still got my O. You know, you don't got yours. But I know if he keeps barking up Danny Jacobs' tree, like that O, that O would definitely go. <laughs> I can guarantee you that. But I mean, I mean, it's just too bad. That guy got going on between those guys. You know what I mean? That's just too bad. No one, no one hundred percent. I agree with you because. That's what the man wants to see, his brothers tear each other down like that, and that's what it seems like it is to me as these brothers is all um, basically going to run into each other and a fucking tornado or a hurricane is going to happen, man. They're going to have to have extra security at that shit. And, like, I was looking forward to this whole card because it was a good card. But now I'm like, dude, I got to watch this shit, not only because of the drama, but, one, Charlo is expected to win his fight for sure. But if he's dibble dabbling in some cocaine and shit like that during training and a guy that's working hard to pull off this upset, who knows what could happen, man? I, I mean, mean, we've seen what I happened. Mean, a lot of fighters use that shit. Coppola. I mean, a lot of great fighters were on cocaine. They won fights, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I mean it, it is what it is. So, I mean, I, mean, I never touched that shit before. I mean, I mean, I never used it before, so it's like I don't know how that shit make you feel or whatever, but um, a lot of great fighters – Sugar Ray Leonard, I mean, a lot of guys been coked up in camp and shit, and they still won fights. So, I mean, from what I understand, it's it's, it's not a drug that actually tear you down. It's a drug that actually uh, keeps you up, from what I understand. Right, right, right. I'm not going to say I have or I have not used the substance that we were speaking of, but I, I completely understand what you're saying on that situation. Um, do you look at it like him being a bully in a certain situation, in, in this situation, because we are talking about little five foot seven, hundred and forty pounds Adrian Broner on fight night, and little five foot six four, 
Javante Davis. Who's I, I, I can say, man, it's, it's been four hours playing times in boxing. It's just too bad it got to happen. But like you said, I mean, I guess he feels like, okay, A.B.'s losing. I mean, he lost a, a, a damn near blowout his last fight. You know, he lost to Porter. He lost to Madonna. So, okay, this guy don't got the buzz that you once had, I mean, when you signed me. You know what I mean? He doesn't have the buzz he had uh, before he lost to Madonna. At one time, uh, uh, um, um, A.B. was that next big thing in boxing. It was like, okay, I will sell $2 million no matter who I fight. Or, or I'll sell a million no matter who I fight. At that time, it seemed like Bruno was that guy. You know, I mean, he fought Malinaji, uh 1.5 million people tuning to watch it. It wasn't pay-per-view, but still, that's still impressive numbers, you know what I mean? Right, right. You know I mean? And don't get it twisted because Adrian Broner, he's consistently been putting up 800000 when it comes to viewership-wise. Even against guys who are not even like you know the Granados and shit like that. So, um, um, but like you said, I mean the guy suffered. I mean the guy has like what three L's now. So it's like you know what I mean it's just like, I guess I guess Charles feel like okay, oh Mike have a better promoter than you. You know, I guess he feels like he's like you know he's bigger than AB. And that's what it seems, and and that's just too bad that gotta happen. But I mean, that's just life, yeah. and that's just how it goes. But. Um, guys shouldn't be worn and trying to take it to the streets on some shit like that. You know what I mean, it's just yeah. not—it's just not really called for. But it's gonna happen. You know what I mean, I'm eventually gonna hear about a street fight between those guys, and I mean, and the street fight man size don't really mean up. nothing, really, man. Yeah, you know, guy could get a bat yeah, and no. smack uh, upside the head and shit, and, uh, pull out a fucking switchblade and fucking and, and fucking jig you up, which I won't be surprised if that does happen. That's fucked up. That's fucked up, Janelle. Um. We got to wrap it up real quick because uh, Willow's got some stuff going on right now, and uh, we will not be going back to him because he is busy. We got two minutes before we close out. Um, anything you want to say um, before we get up out of here, Janelle? Um, I just want to say, uh, Charlo better stop calling out fucking uh, uh, Jacobs because uh, Jacobs will leave him KO'd. Um, and I'm definitely looking forward to the fight with Laura. I think Law is going to rise to the occasion when he does fight um, a herd or whatever. I believe Law is going to rise to the occasion and still show the world that he's still the best 154-pounder out there. I'm looking for a boxing lesson he's going to put on. Yes, sir. All right. Well, Janelle, hey, man, thank you for joining us, bro. Um, A short hour show today. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen, we didn't get to cover the AJ um, fight that he's got coming up. Well, We'll probably do an emergency podcast tomorrow. So, uh, Janelle, let me know what your availability will be, and we'll um, touch up on that. Um, So, yeah, Um, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us, man. Um, I wish I could make it uh, a a little bit longer, but, hey, we got some shit to do today. So um, we'll be back within this week and do an emergency podcast and and follow up with some other stuff. Um, But to Janelle, Willa, everybody rocking with us at Outsiders Boxing Podcast, much appreciated, much respect, much love. Uh, we will be back really soon, really soon, rather than next Sunday. So, everybody, have a blessed day. And uh, LeBron James just beat the shit out the Brooklyn Nets. Miss Triple Dub, he messing with him, man. Y'all have a good day. Outside his boxing podcast, we out, man. Mama, I love you. P.O.P. All the Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.